welcome back to this week's episode of Here to Make It Queer. We are talking about the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two, um, which, you know, bit of a controversy, but we have Precious and Coco back with us again to discuss the highs, the lows, and again, the controversy. So welcome back. Hi. Hi, hello, how are you? Hello, darlings. <laughs> uh, this is Precious' second time on the pod and Coco's third. I think you're veterans of the pod now. Fabulous. I'm not a virgin anymore. (laughs) 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 But initial thoughts, what did we think? Coco? (laughs) Why me? Um, I was, thought it was a great way to finally finish it. Yeah. Yeah. When it was (laughs) <laughs> I uh, was sorry I'm just having a kebab guys I, <laughs> I was really happy to see all the queens return that's always my nice bit at the end so that was yeah. a trick this episode that was my favourite bit so we opened up the episode with the girls returning to the workroom the shock of it being a final four instead of a final three with Ellie being saved and they're all in a really good mood Lawrence is no longer mad at Ellie well, mildly. <laughs> it's the whole grudge. And they settle in for the final challenge, which is they have a sit-down chat with Rue and Michelle. Then they do their group number with their verses. And then they have the final lip sync at the end to figure out who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite a packed episode, I felt. Yeah, it was. There was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. A lot going on. Yeah, it felt quite rushed to me. Yeah, because they definitely threw everything in that they tried to do with the American and the All-Stars ones. Now it was, have your podcast moment, do your rehearsals, get your lyrics done, practice the dance, do the dance, reunite with the queens, win. <laughs> like, so it definitely went into, it, yeah, it, it felt packed. And there was also an extra girl in it, so there only would have been three. So I think if there was three of them, it would have flowed yeah. a bit better. Yeah, but, I think so too. It, because it was four, they still crammed, everything was crammed in, so it was just, it was just going on forever. Yeah, that was it. We all had to get those emotional moments with RuPaul and the Tic Tac dinners or whatever it is. <laughs> and Tace revealed her dad was in Wham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I only thought there was two people in Wham. I'm like, I thought it was either George Michael or Andrew Ridgely. I didn't know. <laughs> My dad was in Wham. I was like, was her dad Andrew Ridgely? <laughs> like to eliminate George Michael. I was like, well, it's not him. <laughs> I was so confused. She was like, the bass player in Wham. I was like, oh, like you, you, you kept it to the final to subtly drop that in. I didn't know there was a bass player in Wham. Uh, yeah, I had to Google it during the episode. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> Get she looks like a dad. No, she doesn't look like him at all. Just curious. <laughs> um, from what I saw anyway but so yeah they have their and I felt like the little moments with Rue were kind of rushed as well because they weren't like I feel like with the American ones they have a bit longer to like have a little chat this one was like give me all your trauma in 30 seconds then go learn a song yeah yeah, and, and, and also the social distancing is still in play and they were like the opposite ends of the runway it was all looking a bit it looks a bit fake yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, it wasn't intimate. It, it missed that intimacy, I felt. I completely uh, agree. They might as well have just done it on Zoom. 
Yeah, like with the American <laughs> one, they're all sat together. Even with the, they're all sat close, but it lost that little bit of intimacy. Even Rue and Michelle were sat further apart than normal. Yeah, and there was that weird, it, the camera angle, I think, was what made it felt more isolated. You could tell that they'd tried to make it look like they were sat close than they are, but it ended up making it look like it was some sort of panorama special rather than <laughs> the Drag Race moment. Yeah. I just like, they all get really emotional, bar taste. It was really refreshing to hear someone go, do you know, I'm really lucky to have a loving family. And the whole yeah. thing, the only thing that I could concentrate on through all these emotional stories is, I want to put my hands in the fucking Tic Tacs. Yeah. When I saw that set up, I just wanted to go, just want to get my hands in and go, whoa. That's <laughs> right, and that's my interview. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Bye. Yeah. That's exactly how I'd have done it. They'd have gone, sir, tell me about your childhood. It was all right, thanks. Can, can I have a Tic Tac now? <laughs> I yeah. don't think anyone actually ate one, did they? Yeah. Not when it's a, a, such a pristine <laughs> Union flag setup. I wouldn't even want to have one. I just want to ruin the perfect setup. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah, the reverse <laughs> house it. I'm like, woof. That's the thing. Like, I would have definitely like, oops, sorry, I've hit the table with my leg. Like, you would have had to have done something just to <laughs> just mm. show it somewhat. Um, but yeah, and like you said as well, I think with it being four, you didn't really get into those moments of each queen's past as much as you normally do. I felt um, you, we got like, bits and we got some nice moments. I was convinced that bar the wham chat, Tess was just going to talk about beans again. But <laughs> yeah, I loved it. <laughs> But that was it. Like you said, it was refreshing to have a queen that was just like, yeah, child, life's been all right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it was, it was rare. But... Bimini's wasn't too bad either, I felt. No, definitely. She was, it wasn't so much like, what was me? She was like, mm, you know, things have been tough, but here I am going to smile. It didn't feel so false when people were like, oh my God, it's been really hard, but I'm going to, you know, keep going. Mm. And I think when I watched it, I watched it with Zaki and, um, I think I said once we were watching it, I think the break has helped them. Yeah. Because they didn't come back as stressed. Yeah. So when it got to these talks, there were no, they weren't as stressed and as worked up as they normally would have been in a normal season because yeah. they had a big gap. Mm. And then they've come back and it's been, oh, right, okay, yeah. So that stress has gone. It, it all felt a bit variety it was all like oh yeah nice it's all yeah. Let's be yeah let's all be pali pali that was it like as, as finales go it definitely seemed the most sort of universally chilled amongst them all yeah um, i think they were kind of like you said i suppose with that seven month gap as well i think you get to the end of it and just go do you know what? we've done it we've we've finally wrapped this journey that we started a year ago now um so I think for a lot of them, it was, it was just a pleasant way to end it as opposed to, like you said, that usual stressful push to steal the crown at the end. I think they were all just kind of there for a good time. Well, yeah, because the emotions are high when they do those recordings because it's got to that point where it's the end, whereas this yeah. is like, this is the second end. We're at the end one, so we're back again. And part two. Part two. <laughs> exactly. I think it definitely did them some good. I mean, they all went into it very calm, even in the rehearsals, Lawrence afterwards was like, maybe I can dance. Meanwhile, every other episode so far, he's been like, I can't dance. Yeah, just... you get, after you find that with Lawrence and everything, and, and I'm, not, I'm not knocking Lawrence, I think we said this before, I'd be exactly the same. I'm not a dancer, I can't do it. And I would put myself the bar so low, that when I do really well, oh look, I have done really well. Yeah. But then if I don't, 
Told you so. I told you. <laughs> well, I think we discussed this last time you were on the pod as well, when um, we had certain queens that would sort of overhype themselves so much that you could only go down. And yeah. I think, like I said with Lawrence, I think he works himself up so much that when he achieves it, it's like, yeah, smashed it. Good job. Mm. Yeah. I think Bimini is the exception. She came in like, you know, oh, I'm going to be amazing. She kind of didn't do so, you know, didn't really stand out in the first half. Yeah. She came back and I was like, oh, I'm a little bit getting obsessed with her each episode. I'm like, she is fabulous. Um, and I actually think she's hilarious. She's a smart, clever, she's a smart yeah. person. Um, when she was always the one that stood out when they did their little improv jokey bit, when they came mm -hmm. back and all that. Um, so I think she was the one that actually you expected a lot from her and she actually met it or went above which I liked. Mm -hmm. Yeah because yeah. with with the way the season went as well I think Lawrence got all his badges um, bar the group challenge he got his other two in the first half and Bimini hadn't won anything at that point and then sort of post lockdown she won what four in a row or three yeah. then a one um, so she literally came back and was like I know what I need to do to like up my game here and well we've seen it getting to the final like she absolutely did at this point. Mm. For sure. I mean, the I love the like lyrics challenges because they actually get to throw a big chunk of themselves into it. Like, no one had bad lyrics. No. Although, Ellie Diamond was about to turn it into a diss track, which <laughs> Lawrence quickly quashed. But yeah. that was quite funny, actually, when he was like, We're meant to uplift each other, babes. Let's not. Yeah. I I wanted one queen to just go full like diss track. I think it would have been funny if everyone was like, little bit of love, be yourself. And then the next, last one's like, she shit, piss off. I'm going to win. <laughs> and I, that would have entertained me more if we just had one queen bash everyone in a song. The, like, what, the, the superhero of the world or whatever it was, the American one, the superheroes, the, someone yes. this and that. Like, it doesn't matter what the meanings are. No one really pays attention to what the song's even saying. Yeah. Bing bang bloody bong. It wouldn't have mattered regardless. Lawrence was just wanting to make sure that Ellie wasn't gonna steal. slag her off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Jimbo did that in the Canadian version um, quite early on in the season. They had like a big, like the girl group challenge and they did a diss track and it worked really well. I didn't think any of the verses were incredible. I didn't like, didn't really stand, stand out to me. I think yeah. it's Yes, for me. Yes. Tercis was the best. And again, I don't think it was particularly groundbreaking. I just think it was the strongest of the bunch. Yeah, uh, I think... By, the, by a good distance. Uh, yeah. The, the bing-bang-bong. Go on. Oh, I was just going to say, I think the bing-bang-bong ones were a lot stronger. Yeah. I, yeah, they were. And I think... The, the, all I was going to say with Tercis is... I think Tess used it as her journey in the show. The others were using it, oh, look at me, look at me. I'm, yeah. I'm nice and I'm this, you know, the crap. She was just like, I've, I've worked my way through. I've been in the bottom. And she literally told her journey on the show where the others were just like, I'm funny and I'm, I'm mean. Yeah. I like uh, Ellie Diamond's usual lyrics are like, I'm the youngest here, Ellie Diamond. <laughs> and that's kind of what you get from it. When <laughs> Tess, yeah, I have beans, I lip sync four times. Still here, gonna smash it. And she got those little disses in to like, you know, ask the one that I sent home that I did memory about, you know, that was in memory. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, she was very, how she got those without naming them, but she did get those little disses in. Yeah, she was yeah. smart with it, I thought. But it wasn't, it wasn't a diss in a way of, well, you're not being shady because it did happen. It was what that, yeah. that's what that's we watched. Fact. 
Yeah, like you said, she's so, like she's telling her journey on the show, not going, oh, BTW charity piss off. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah. If I was to do a lyric first, I'd be like, Bebe, that's a horror banana. And I was like, meow, meow, click, clack. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be me. Yeah, I, I would just make noises. I'd, I'd yeah. stop and just do like, whale music or something yeah it'd be like I a think... beat song and then just wow wow and that, that'd be my my 10 second verse done Dead whale music all i heard was well harris yeah <laughs> <laughs> i, I, I like... come out with a wobble board <laughs> they all do raps though and i'm like but none of you are rappers so it's like it seems like the easiest option though because if you can't sing just speak quickly yeah at least do it on the eight beats sweetheart yeah <laughs> i just Bimini had too many words in her, it, it, it felt like Bleh. Yeah. She had too many, hers was the first verse and she had too many in hers, but you know, it, it, it's a good track. Is it the best? Probably not. No, no I don't think it's going to break any records. You did yeah. a good split though. Let's give her some credit for the split because that was very fluid. <laughs> the lyrics might have been mental, but she went down that stick beautifully. Oh <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> And she's just bent, yeah, she likes just bimini. She, you would expect that. Yeah. yeah. And I love those boots. Yeah. But I, I, I found what they were all wearing. LA had a leotard on, bimini had a leotard on, Lawrence had a leotard on with a jacket on. Yeah. Taste stood out. She taste looked yeah. completely different. She and looked... this, yeah, this is what's funny as well with it is, I think a lot of times people have been like, oh, Taste, well, it's a bodysuit. We kind of know what we're going to expect from you here. But at the same time, she wore a bodysuit that made her stand out compared to, like you said, the others that were just yeah. being hard. And yeah. it did very much feel like it was Tace's song featuring the other queens. Yes. Um, Especially because she was... Yeah, it was, it was interesting because I feel like it's kind of taken it all, like, right to the very last minute of the show for Tace to really go, this is what I'm all about. And I think she, like, completely stood out. She was doing, like, whap dancing. She had, like, strong lyrics. The look was yeah. great. She came out in a mullet. And, yeah, I really enjoyed what she did. She was dancing her in some stiletto heels. So, yeah. Credit where credit's due. She's a performer. And if that was yeah. a challenge in a normal week, she would have won that challenge. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. It was a shame that this was a finale performance where you don't win something for it because she really did win that lip sync. Yeah, she did. Well, I heard next year you might get a free TV license, so I think that's a step up. <laughs> I'll take it. That's yeah. a boat. Get your applications in. I think we have to mention as well, the be like for me, the, the best part of the song, um, after the confusingly out of beat lyrics, was getting all the previous queens to come out and perform with them. Um, I love that. I like that they were all in the sort of the pink and the red vibe as well. Apart from Veronica that was like, I got eliminated, I'm coming in nude, like, leave me be. Like, <laughs> she had red stones on a nude cat suit. So she was very yeah. clever about what she did with it. She was very much, I will stand out. Yeah, exactly. and she did. And, and she said that. That were eliminated, I think she stood out as well for the dance bit, I think. She was the one you noticed the most of the returning queens. Yeah, she put that on Twitter. She had to like defend her look and she said the exact same thing you said that she put like little red stones on and she was like, I knew I was gonna stand out and I did. She was she was center stage behind the four girls in a new leotard. Of course she stood out. You had nothing else to look at. She was well, I forgot about the other four. I was like, well, who are these people? 
I just love that tea or coffee came back and made RuPaul look like yes. a costume. It was like, oh, if you had 50 people, you'd look like me. So she was like, right, challenge accepted. I'm going to come back looking like you. I'm going to go to Love You Babes, get that <laughs> racetrack suit, and I'm going to get one of my me, me wigs, just give it a ruffle up. And do you know what? I commend her for it. Well done. I thought it was hilarious. Was funny. I thought it was such a fun way to come back for that performance, was to come dressed as RuPaul to make a point. Make a point. Um, uh, the other ones that I thought stood out were maybe not in the best ways. I kind of love that Ginny and Joe were at the back looking like the naughty kids that hadn't been to the rehearsals. Nothing wrong with that. That's exactly where I would have been stuck. I would have been more than happy at the back because they were the cool kids at the back. But like, they're the people I want to hang out with. So for me, I found them entertaining. But Ginny's so short that you could barely see her. It was like a little head just bopping around. Just a yellow wig whipping. That's all you can yeah. get in the background. But I will say uh, Cherry's look also really stood out. Yes, the jumpy. Yeah. yeah, that really so, stood out for me. Yeah, post performance, the queens got to go backstage and they got to mingle with their eliminated sisters. Um, I don't know about you, but like, I think they all came back with like a really fun, elevated look. Um, apart from Veronica, who looked like she was dressed for World Book Day. Yeah, <laughs> I think I talked about this and. I, I couldn't get my head around what she was wearing. I don't know. I know the concept of what she was wearing. Yeah, I knew the story behind it. But but was that her finale outfit? I don't think so because she's on season three. Exactly. So I think but she I'm saved like, it. Has yeah. she changed it? Because you know you look a bit of a bugger. I, like, I don't understand why she came dressed like that. Well, well, to do with her brother and they used to draw comic book characters together so she went as one of her brother's sketches as like a look i got one of your like our childhood memories on tv oh that's nice yeah so it was like a, <laughs> it was a sweet sentiment it was just a shame that the outfit was um not a finale outfit. no it was not a finale outfit. A standout for me of all the queens was joe black 100 percent. yeah i thought his red like victorian-esque dress with the massive ship on his head um when you Margaret on your head, you're going to stand out. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it was a big ship. There was a lot of sails on it. <laughs> but yeah, for me, I thought Joe came back looking great. Um, sister, sister brought the all back once more, but came with like a nice vintagey axe moment. Oh, I, that was nice. Yeah, well, yeah, you. We, we, um, so I watched it separately from Fresh, and uh, I thought that sister, sister looked great. It's probably the best yeah. look we've had the whole season. But my point was. Why did Sister Sister come as Joe Black? Yeah! Because, <laughs> like you said, That's I thought so she was it, but I was like, this is Joe Black with an orb. <laughs> she stole the fish and chip paper, now she's coming. <laughs> she's coming for their gigs. Uh, well, I, I thought the, the best person on that, when, out of all of them, was a horror. Absolutely. The hair. All of it, it was just, you know, at the start, she, I never really liked her, I never really warmed to her. Yeah. Just thought, there's something about you, you just look like one of those queens that you see out on the scene, like... But actually, she was a really funny and a, a, a quite a warm person. I warmed to her towards the end. Yeah, I do. And when I she, came she, gave, like, she gave the best confessionals, I think, of the season this year. Um, oh, it, it, oh, I think taste you good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it like the um, 
audacity, the goal and the gumption. I use that in my day-to-day now. Absolutely. Tears is brilliant. Tears narratives were quite good as well. Though. They were. And for well, Veronica's as well, because she was always looked so confused. Yeah. You know who they picked to narrate the season? And yeah. You know, it was very good. It was very good. I, I do love that Ahura, when they came back, they were like, oh, it's nice to see you all again. She was like, hello, it should have been me, not you. And I kind of love that she got one last dig in, just for good measure. <laughs> but then she also praised Ellie and took ownership. Yes. Uh, yes. Back of saying, well, actually, it didn't matter the, the order. It was yeah. down to performance, of course. Yeah. So, and I thought that was really, um, not mature, but it was a step in a different direction. Yeah. Refreshing. In that in that state that she was in there, she wasn't competing. She she was out of the competition. She was yeah. just presence and enjoying the company. So she had a different mindset. Yeah. I suppose when you're in that you know high pressure cooker, you you do see it as more of a, a, a personal and like a, a really uh, you know irate thing. Yeah. Michelle backed backed Ellie up to go. You did hundred percent the right thing. Yeah. And I'd have done the same thing Ellie did. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have felt ashamed. No, I think it's what you have to do. But Lawrence, Lawrence would have thrown them all under the bus because he would have put the, them two at the and left everyone else. So anyway, that's that's gone. So <laughs> that's a story um, for another time. Story for another time, as uh, Chase would say. <laughs> uh, but we didn't we didn't really hear much from Estina. She was just sort of sat there looking demure, uh, demure, beautiful, pretty, well, but was just there. <laughs> I forgot that sister, sister Cherry and Estina were even there. To be honest. Oh. They, yeah, they, they didn't really have a moment to speak in, yeah. in the behind the scenes bit. We kind of got the funny moment of like Ginny pretending to walk off again. We had some chats with the horror. So we got uh, like, they talked about Veronica coming back sort of post COVID. Um, but they were kind of the only ones they really featured on, like you said, is mm. when you looked at the, them individually coming out on the runway afterwards that you go, oh, that was actually great. This looks stunning. That was beautiful. But in that workroom, you did forget that there was people there. Yeah, Cherry made a, a, a comment, a funny comment around, well, you know, I wasn't in the competition oh, that yeah. long. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. My, my choice. Yeah. My own, no choice, yeah. No choice of my own, which was, you know, she, she had, it was, but we can't really comment on it because she, we didn't see her. We didn't see enough of her. So It was a shame because she looked beautiful as well this episode. Yeah. Oh, she always does. Someone else who I thought looked beautiful and probably, again, the most beautiful of the season for herself, and she looked more like a Snatch Game entry when she was just chilling backstage and she didn't snatch game, was tea or coffee. Yeah. And, hair and that nice little... Yeah. Oh. And I thought she looks nice. I thought, I was like, oh my goodness, you look beautiful, stunning. More so than she normally does, do you know what I mean? She'd gone, yeah. I thought Tia looked great. And like you said, she could have easily have submitted that as MLB. <laughs> and it would have still worked. But there was a few looks where I was like, is this really your finale look? Or are you saving it for something later? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We definitely had, like, Ginny's, I was a bit like... No, that was always going to be Ginny. That was Ginny's best Sunday look. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. Can I just say, Ginny's look, probably one of my favourites this episode, because it's just such a piss take, and I love that she doesn't take it seriously. She comes in and goes, my brand is just being a sort of like old washerwoman of a character, and she just goes with it. She had like her knitted hoodie on, and her big glasses, her fist flops. I was fully invested in it. I have no issues with it. She, she committed to who, who Ginny is and yeah. she wasn't going to be conformed by anything else. No I would not say if she turned up in a ball gown because it wouldn't have been Ginny Lemon. No. I do want a pair of the fish flops though. <laughs> <laughs> They're brilliant. They can be my new kitchen shoes. 
They're not, they're not that expensive either. I think they're only about twelve ninety nine. You can get them on firebox.com. Not sponsored. We're not sponsored. So. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Other online retailers available, but <laughs> but yeah, um, I'll let you carry on. Well, and then we went from that nice little moment back onto the main stage for the final critiques and the like. Look at baby you, which always makes me like tear up because they're all still there crying again, except taste. No, yeah. just had, like, we'd already had the moment to be a little bit like, oh yeah. So I was like, I'm not gonna lie, I probably must skip past them a little bit because I just I'm not interested. I've had more had a hard life. You were like, got to the end, just tell me the winner. Well, it made me laugh because Lawrence looked exactly the same. He'd just grown a side yeah. bed. <laughs> I was like, was this picture like during the pandemic or was it when you were at school? <laughs> like, um. Who was it? Bimini has beautiful ginger hair, and it's a shame that she dyed it. <laughs> like she was a lovely little redheaded vibe, <laughs> and I was like, "This is magical." But oh, I love the yellow though. I think that's yeah, the yellow one. Yeah, I always cringe at these moments a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh god, what, what, you know, what, what's? And I, I always think, well, what if that was me? What did you ever like? Oh, where did you get that picture from? I'm like, you could have picked a better one. And yeah. Well, this thing, I don't think I'd be able to force myself to cry on camera at a picture of myself as a kid, because I don't think I would feel emotional. I'd just be like, what would you want to tell your young self? Keep doing you. Like, you'll oh, be you just, like, You'd have to just put, like, your head behind your back and, like, pinch yourself. Yeah. Just get a little... Gate came emotional, did they? I thought they all really composed themselves rather well. Even Ellie Diamond, who, like, ten minutes ago with Tic Tac Lunch. Well, yeah. Back to ball around. I can't okay. remember which episode it was. It was quite, must have been like between two and four. I was watching it with my dad and they were all like four of them had cried in a row on the runway and dad just looked at me and he was like, really? And I was like, I feel the same way. I can't. Uh, yeah. I think it comes back to what Fresh was saying about oh, the more relaxed at this point. So we yeah. are just kind of chilling on stage. We're at the end of it now. This is my mm. thing. Yeah. And didn't Tess bring the beans back at this point? Which... Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was like, oh, keep eating beans. She'll be fine. I was like, oh, there we go. <laughs> and so I heard, well, on the like live thing they did with Cherry Shop Sue that they filmed four alternative crownings. And I don't think it was, like, one for each of them. My theory is that there was one more Ellie um, left, and then it was Lawrence and Bim. And then one more Taste left, and it was Lawrence and Bim. Because if you watch the, like, live thing, Taste looks mugged off the whole time. Like, she knew she wasn't going to win. Uh, yeah, you knew straight away. You knew it was a two-house race. It was Bimini or Lawrence. Yeah. Even when you saw the final four, you knew it was going to be the two of them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, probably. Because we've seen it before, like you said. I think um, season six, I believe it was, had... Um, they did uh, a video where they did crown a horror... Uh, not horror. Crown a door, crown Courtney, crown Bianca, but then they also filmed the crowning of... Bianca and a doll winning as a joint, as like a just in case. So you would like if in that moment if you were caught in the act, you'd be like, well, if they're filming a double, then I've definitely not won at this point, even though they filmed my crowning moment. Maybe so. they filmed a double because Bimini well, tweeted. Because a lot of people were like bumming on about this double win of like Bimini and Lawrence. Yeah, and Bimini tweeted the other week. She was like, not a double crowning. Yeah. No, not a double. You'd rather not win. <laughs> Well, and I honestly, I at the t- I took some reflection 
but I'm almost glad Lawrence won over Bimini because the prize isn't the money and the investment in their future. They're going to get that anyway. The prize is the TV show. And I think I'd probably rather watch Lawrence Duo, that mini series, than I would Bimini. And she's got, um, I saw this tweet and it was like, don't feel bad for Bimini and Tace with all their modeling contracts, magazine covers, yeah. editorials. And I was like, yeah, you know what, actually, Lawrence probably was the best one. Well, again, it's, it's, a, it's a reality show and they want to give it to the person that's going to make them the most money. Yeah. And like you rightly say, Adam, is Lawrence will probably make a funnier series. Yeah. Yeah. Which will be more marketable. Yeah. So and I think Lawrence will be more dedicated to the franchise as well in the, in the grand scheme of things. I think Lawrence will, because we, we've seen him do TV shows for the BBC and stuff before. So I think getting someone like him to do it, he knows what he's doing at this, like, as a platform, we know that Lawrence wants to go bigger and bring drag to mainstream TV. And I think someone like him will try and push it into mainstream more than other queens probably will do. Um, so I think for that reason, you can sort of see why Lawrence would win. Yeah. But again, like, you know, it's the same as things like other TV shows like X Factor. Yeah. The runner runner-up always does better. Yeah. yeah. You get more TV exposure because you can get to do All-Stars. <laughs> I'll do better. So yeah, you're quite right. So, and I thought that's why it was predictable. You know, that didn't, I didn't want Lawrence to win if I was honest. I wanted Bim in it, but it was predictable that he would win. Yeah. I was kind of under the delusion. I was like, Bimini's going to win. Bimini's going to win. And my jaw literally dropped and I let out a gasp. And I was like, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> and it took like two days for me to be like, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's a TV show. Why am I so invested? I did, yeah, I, again, I said going into it, it's going to be Lawrence or Bimini. If either of them win, I'm going to be happy. And then when Bimini didn't win, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> Michelle is robbed every year. Michelle, yeah. yeah. And then I calmed down and went, actually, fair. It was a lovely finale. I'm happy. <laughs> but roll on season three. <laughs> Oh, they're all deserving winners in the round, right? Like, they're all... Yeah. I disagree. Ali was not deserving winner. She didn't... Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Ali. She wasn't a deserving winner. She didn't yeah. do anything to set anything alive. She just... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know well, what I mean? I mean, she's a nice girl. She, she's lovely, but Talented. I think... Talented, yeah. Good makeup, good hair, good costumes. And I think... When when Rue was sending her, sashing her away, you, you know, he if you listen to the words, he said, "This yeah. is not your time," which means you're going to be back in a couple more seasons when you're a little bit more, yeah, rounded. You're a little bit more, you know, you come out of this character that you pushed yourself in. Every her aesthetic was the same all the time. It was the yeah. same look and. Yeah. You know, and that's it. I, I definitely think because Rue clearly really liked Ellie as well, and I think they 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 definitely want to push Ellie to do an All Stars or something, and to come back and be like, now you've experienced what the drag race side of this is. Now you've got some money behind you to really like push keep yourself going and keep making things. I think she'll come back and like have something really like worth showing. But, but the thing that disappointed me with Ellie was her finale, her outfit. The, her yeah. It was a toilet roll cover. It wasn't yeah. great. It wasn't pretty. 
but it was just it looked like a cheaper version of blues from last year because oh, yeah. blue had a similar thing on she did i said the same it, it was playing the yes. color vivian's finale look because even the hair, hair was vivian's you know she had the hoop dress but the hoop was showing at the front and the, the yeah. dress blue and i just thought ellie's is a little bit of a a cheap knockoff mm. and you know there's no nothing against ellie um but, but i just think she's gonna go away and she's 21. Yeah. she's gonna go away and now in give her two three years she's gonna be absolutely fantastic definitely uh, i'll say as well before we get into our top three um we're just gonna take a very short break uh, i want to grab myself a bevy and then we shall continue <laughs> And we are back from our little break. We are now going to chat about the lost my turn. The runways. The runways. Queens. Um, I don't remember who came first either. Actually, was um, it Bimini? Bimini. And um, Bimini came in a lovely sort of punk esque, uh, like bridal outfit. Mm. Uh, she had the sort of choppy mullet, which I quite liked. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I again, I think white dresses are one of those things that you either have to put loads into it or you have to keep it incredibly plain so that it goes one of two directions. And I think she did it well in the direction she chose to go with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a very good look for me. I thought it, um, it told the story of her evolution of when she started as this East End punk yeah. queen. And, you know, that first football look she did and... Now you, she's come to the end of the runway, which is always finishes with a bridal at a fashion yeah. show. I love that. So she she was very clever in what she'd done. It showed her full growth. Yeah, I thought it was a smart way to end her season. Like you said, in a runway term, is ending with bridal, and I think doing that was a really nice way to go. And here's where I am at the finale. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed what she presented, and I, I really liked the hair. I just thought the hair was really really nice. And I was white about. Yeah, especially if you're doing colour, you're going to immediately stand out just by being the like the brightest <laughs> on the stage. Um, yeah, and the light hit it really nice with all like the stoning and jeweling as well. I felt very nice. But I, I again, the mullets—they're so. All of her mullets have been so good, and there have been many. Mm. She's mullet um, representative, definitely. And I'm exactly. About- I'm going to be honest. I didn't realize mullets were as big as thing till I came to Leeds. <laughs> Because in the past. <laughs> my like association of a mullet is like the American like redneck mullet and that's like that's a no. But you come to Leeds and you're going on you're on your Tinder, your bubble, your grinder, and like half the people have got a mullet. Um, what? Uh, uh, sorry, we don't frequent those applications. <laughs> no wonder you're finding mullets. Match.com. <laughs> you're looking at all the wrong places. No, I think I think Northern Gate is have one of two hairstyles usually. It's a mullet or it's like a Friar Tuck bowl cut. I think they're the two. Oh. <laughs> they're the two Northern haircuts that you see, I think, as a, as a general ruling. <laughs> they're just everywhere. Yeah. There's even a, there's an Instagram account called like Mullets of Leeds or something like that. No, I'm, excuse me, I'm just looking at this one. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll find it and send it to you. I'm on it now, I'm looking. I don't Mullet of Leeds for the plug. <laughs> I don't remember her hair, but... Rate my mullet, Lee. That yeah! Was... 
<laughs> there it is. Oh my god, I love it. Oh, what is it in his mouth? It's a whisk. It's a whisk. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So if you want to get in on the mullet action, you can send your mullet to rate underscore my underscore mullet underscore leads, or you can just send it to us, and maybe we'll have an episode where we rate mullets. <laughs> Who knew mullets are in? There we go. Times are changing. And we're being Welcome left. to Leeds. <laughs> Welcome to um, Leeds. Yeah, I thought Bim and his look was fabulous. I really enjoyed it. I thought I'd wear that. I'd yeah. wear that for dinner. Yeah. I'd just wear that. It's a casual Tesco outfit. Oh, yeah. If I had that costume, I'd never take it off. It'd be, it'd be black and I'd have to restone it to match. Yeah. And like you said, I remember the good old days when um, Kobe used to upload the pictures of you doing your Asda shopping trips in drag. <laughs> <laughs> and that used to fill me with so much joy. Oh, <laughs> oh. um, full trolley, heels, wig, everything. It was spectacular. Yeah. Full trolley, not oh, even... Was it, was it post-gig in a 24-hour Asda? Yeah, it was after the show. Right Friday before night. the parties. <laughs> I think the one night we went and we bought like three bottles of Bollinger in a microwave, so... <laughs> Sounds about right. Nothing to do with me. <laughs> I mean, I don't shop at Asda. I was going to say, if you want to catch Prussia's shopping and drag, you need to go to m <laughs> I was going to say Aldi. <laughs> I was going to say Aldi as well. But I love the middle aisle. Oh, every time we go, we're always like, right, down here now. Let me get down the middle. You can get a dog kennel next to like an air fryer. It's fabulous. <laughs> the middle aisle in Aldi is really underrated. Like you said, it's the only it's place you can buy a full... A full scuba suit and like kibble. I love it. It's brilliant. Sport the choices, guys. Yeah, it, it is a good section. I always love going down and looking at the power tools and being like, if I knew what to do with these, I'd be buying them. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I need a car engine drill? Do I need one of those? We don't. Yeah. Have but I never know if I never need it. I might need it at some point. But... Yeah, I, I still get my mum to come round and help me bleed my radiators because I don't know what I'm doing. Radi- <laughs> yeah. I'm good at everything else, but bleeding radiator scares me. Mine hasn't worked for six weeks, and I don't know what to do with it. Well, you're summer now, you'll be fine. Exactly. Let's turn it on and off and hope it does something. Put a house coat on. <laughs> Get Ginny's uh, knitwear cagoule on. I literally have a blanket behind me. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so to go from like the really high fashion, beautiful uh, bridal look of Bimini, we then went into quite a fun camp outfit with Lawrence who kind of also took the tea coffee nod and went for the drag race route. So he came in a nice purple gown. He had the checkerboard flag stripes down it. And he also wore his badges as earrings, which I actually thought was quite a fun <laughs> idea to do. That was really clever. You've done competition. Yeah, no, uh, uh, it, was good. it was a good outfit. Uh, I think my only critiques were it could have been longer. It yeah. It didn't go to the floor. And it should have been a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, that would be my only probably critique. Oh, and I didn't like the white belt. No, I wasn't crazy. I don't think it thing. needed the belt. It, it was big in the belt for me that lost it. it. It didn't. It was just a whole block of purple, and then it just a white belt. It didn't. Yeah. I but the that, only thing my issue was the hair because she had that one black bang, a purple bang, and she did the like same with the eyebrows. But the black bit, it was just the bang, and then everything behind it was purple. So when she turned. It looks, it was very confusing for my eyes. She normally has it quite back, quite far back. Yeah. 
Uh, for me, I didn't mind the belt yeah. so much. I liked everything else. Didn't really look at the hair because everything it was a fabulous outfit. I just can't. I have I have like a vehement hate for that shade of purple. I just can't bear that shade of purple. That Cadbury chocolate purple. I just can't bear it. But she looked great. It was a great costume. I was just like, oh, I, that, I just it's that colour. I don't know. I was just looking at it going, it's ruined everything for me. <laughs> but otherwise, it would have. It was fabulous. And I thought, you know, she always shapes really well, Lauren. She knows how to shape. Yeah. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, here I am trying to figure out how to get a pillowcase out of tits. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no understanding how to shape my little body. Um, <laughs> really, really well, but yeah, I was just so distracted by going, all oh, of the stones and the check and the belt, yeah. I just can't stand that purple. Yeah, I think it was a way of, again, I think, obviously getting to the finale and doing the purple look, I think, then tied into why Lawrence wore the sort of purple look for the entrance, I think, for the Meet the Queen. I think that was like their colour. This yeah. is it. She does say, she said, you know, it's her signature thing. And that's like, it's just personal. I love the look, but cannot personally stand that colour. That doesn't yeah. take away that it was a, a good look. Yeah. yeah. And just to add something on that, I know I, when we got to the finale, it, all of the promo colours made sense to me. And even though they were like given out, um, well, who made got what colour as a general. Yeah. But they all, who got what made complete sense to me. And at the beginning, I was like, this person, this color. But then when I got to the end, I was like, actually, yeah, Lawrence is purple. That's what I associate them with. Like, a horror, I do associate them with blue now. Mm. Like, yeah, it was very like, clever. You had the dark blue for, like, the orb of the mouth. You had Ginny Lennon, yeah. the yellow. Joe Black was black. Cherry Valentine was red. So there was a few that, like, made sense. But like you said, I think with Lawrence, it was like, oh, that's why, that's why purple was yours. Like, I get it now. It is yeah. yours. Like you said, the signature, but... I suppose I, I don't have the Michelle Visage load of green that you do for, <laughs> for purple, I think, Coco. But. <laughs> exactly, that is the perfect way to describe it, I think. Yeah. How she feels about green, I feel about that dark. Purple. Everybody has that one colour that they're just like, don't gel with that. I'm going to do orange. It gives me back to like high school when everyone wanted to like have purple this, purple that, and all the gangsters and roadmen. I'm from a rough area, so that's what they had. <laughs> all the gangsters wore purple hoodies and rubbish like that. So I think for me, it just triggers tra trauma and I'm like, ill. Goes past on your bike to see all the gangsters in their Lawrence Cheney purple dress. I just, purple just reminds me of a Disney villain. It's just, yeah, it's just a villain colour. Uh, but yeah, it, 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 was, it was not. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, and then that brings us to Tiss, and um, I wasn't that bothered about it. Well, I loved it. I loved it as well. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was the exact same as the promo look, just in a different color. I thought she did the black promo. Which was white. It was white. Yeah. It was white, but it was the exact same with the tufty things. Oh, we've seen it. We've seen it before. Yeah. But it, it worked for her. She looks good in it. I just. For me, that could have been in any challenge and I'd have gone, oh, she looks nice. But at the finale, I was like, I don't know, not that I expect a gown because I feel like that'd be hip, uh, hypocritical saying that I don't think Ginny should have worn one. But like, I don't know, I kind of wanted her to just have that extra thing. Like really, what she wore for the pantomime dame the other week would have been perfect for her finale, I thought. That sort of like big blue feather thing. She wore that exact same outfit, what she did for the finale, but instead of splitting into legs, it had a little fishtail, they'd be ranting and raving about it. Yeah. Everyone would yeah. go, oh my God, it's st like stunning, it's fabulous. I'm like, no, it, was it. Was, it was It was 100% pure taste. Yeah. So, you know, she stuck to what she knew. She, she didn't, you know, she didn't exactly. go off. She didn't 
it was it was pure taste and I loved it. It was, it was the minute she came out with the fox tails, like yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved it. The drama of it for me, it, her and Bimini's were the it had drama yeah, where Lawrence yeah. lacked that drama. To, yeah. Okay, we might have seen it before in a variation. Yeah. But, but we it, it give us drama, that's what you want. Whereas Lawrence you know, you've seen a purple gown before, like yeah. that, you know. And, and the racing track. Like, Lawrence's would have been a great outfit to have entered the workroom in, I think. Not it saying it wasn't like dynamic. It. Yeah, and it reminded me of the, of the jumpsuit she walked in. She had, like, mm -hmm. Yeah, so it just didn't have no drama for me at Lawrence's. Yeah. Bimini's did, and Tastes had drama. Yeah. Yeah, the yin and the yang, the black and the white. And that's what I loved. Yeah. I loved and the weave that uh, she yeah. could have a few more rhinestones, but you know, I think everyone could have a few more rhinestones or crystals in their life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that brings us to Ellie, who I think is probably an enemy of the pod at this point because every week we we want something fresh, and we did get something fresh. We got a slightly different shape. Um, what did we think about Ellie's look? I I immediately thought Viv's look from last season. The hair was very similar. Very similar colour and silhouette, just a bit bigger. Mm. Like we said earlier, um, you know, it was kind of like blues, but, but not quite. Um, yeah. It was, yeah, it was nice. It was, it was more costume to me. Yeah. Recreation of a character um, instead of going, well, this is me, this is Ellie Diamond, which she created the candy look for yeah. that. That week, I thought that was really on brand for Ellie Diamond. That would have been more of a finale look representative of her, I thought, yeah. coming as Glenda the Good Witch. That was it. I think she kind of worn this because I think she likes the idea of being like, oh, I, I kind of dress like a China doll. And I think this was the sort of idea again, going like, oh, it's a doll outfit. And I was like, yeah, it's nice. But like you said, there was just bits that you could see, like the, the hoop underneath was a bit too visible. And like, I don't think the colour stood out enough. Like, it was pretty, but... I think Lawrence coming out, like you said, in like striking purple, and then you had Bimini in white and Tace in black. It was like, it was just kind of like a muted sort of lavendery beige. It was almost washed out. Yeah. And I didn't like the necklace. The necklace took away the whole yeah. neckline. The dress wasn't even cut. It was a round neck, I think. Yeah, it was. If it was more of a, a, a deep V dress with the jewels, it would have might have looked a little bit better, but it looks like a, a, a kid's costume. She's got this, you know, she's 21, she's absolutely fabulous, but she's got this mentality of I think she needs to look girly, is yeah. princessy type. Yeah, I've, I've just looked at it now to see the necklace that you mentioned, and it does. If she, she could have had like a v-neck and then just had skin with a smaller necklace. Yeah, or had your tits. Well, yeah, power net. And this stuff. is the BBC, Coco. Yes. Oh, please. It bleeps out gaping arsehole. <laughs> when <laughs> you don't show your full memory gland, my love. Oh, sure. actually, we're saying this. Taste was bloody wiggling him about during the EastEnders challenge. We got to see the full nipple of the breastplate and everything. Yeah, show us tits, Ellie. Come on. It's real, though, are they? So get, get, away, <laughs> get away with a bit of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how Michelle gets away with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> used to men in dresses, so I think a silicon boob isn't going to give anyone an envelope. Yeah. When they go, there's kids watching this. Well, they shouldn't. They're swearing. You have to wait till you're older to learn about gay things. <laughs> yeah, because it's at like seven o'clock, but, you know. <laughs> I don't know how they 
to get a coat next time when it goes on to uh, telly. Yeah, it lasts like a 9pm start. I'm a little bit worried it's going to be quite muted, I guess. But I hope they just put it on later. It'll end up going on later. Yeah. I think it's just going to come on E4, the original one, yeah. Yeah, it was E4, yeah. But I think we'll, uh, well, we'll just have to have the viewing parties two hours later then. (laughs) Well, seven o'clock is quite early to be drunk and screaming at a TV. Yeah. That's what made it work, because they stay in the bar afterwards and get drunk. (laughs) That's the strategy of the BBC, helping local businesses. (laughs) (laughs) But we had the, down to the final four, and then they obviously went back, had their untouched little chats and things. They come back in, um, RuPaul says, and we've talked about this a little bit, Ellie, it's not your time. And then we go down to the final three of being Tace, Lawrence, and Bimini, um, I think we're all on the same page that we wanted Bimini to win. Um, of the top three, I'd have been happy with anyone apart from Tace. But not because I disliked Tace, I just felt Bimini and Lawrence deserved it more. That was yeah. my favorite. Yeah, I think, yeah, I agree. I think, I think Bimini would have won, but it was predictable that Lawrence was going to win. Yeah. Because I kind of felt the same with last year. I kind of thought Vivian's going to win it, but like I rooted for Davina. But I suppose there it was a three badge, three badge, so it felt more of an even split. Whereas I think this time with Vivian also pipping it, I was a bit more on edge. I didn't, I didn't know where it was going to fall because they were both so strong. They both offered one was a bit more classic British, one was a bit more Americanized. It yeah. was both really, really good. Yeah, so, yeah. Whereas yeah. these two were two definitively British queens. Yeah. Um, they were both incredibly strong, two different elements of the yeah. spectrum. Um, all three of them, they all have like completely different uh, yeah. flavors of it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not showing the track record. Did Bimini won obviously more. Yeah. yeah. Lawrence, but did she go in the bottom more than Lawrence? Or did Lawrence do it twice? Lawrence flipped once and Bimini oh, flipped once. Did once or twice? But Bimini had uh, an extra badge. And Tate lip synced four times. Oh, I, love that. I love how Tate lip synced four times. Only because I'm like, they're watching me perform. Rue is getting to see me perform four times. Where you lot are like, okay, you're safe, you're safe, you're safe. If you're not safe, I want to be performing because I will perform the house down. Yeah. And not even just Rue, but like promoters and stuff for after the show. Like if you want to talk talk about someone who's going to be booked and blessed, she's (laughs) going to get the gigs. She won two of the iconic lip syncs that I would have smashed. First one was memory. Easy. Everyone loves how to do a ballet. And then second one was steps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh. he, he takes off like the golden cheat sheet of like drag queenings. It's like a ballad and steps done. But minor. Gayer <laughs> than that's the musical or steps. You don't get any gayer than that. What did you think about the steps song with Michelle? Oh, heartbreaking saying. Yeah, good. Premiere 2nd of April is on the uh, the first live performance. It's going to be on the BBC. I am not sure. There you go. Write that in your diaries. And then... Obviously, obviously I've been playing it on the Imagine Lives. uh, (laughs) All my gays love steps. (laughs) I I know this is, again, off topic. What's the first track you're going to play back in Viaduct? 
Now, it's a difficult one because my first track technically when I start is at eight o'clock and it's not going to be quite a good. So it, it's going to have to be in the middle of the night and I, I can't wait. There's, a certain, there's always a song that I like to play and I think it just gets everybody going. And um, it, there's a certain point in the night when you can play it and it's Lorraine Euphoria. And yeah. the Eurovision winner, and as soon as that first thing it goes, and everyone, everyone just, does. We, yeah. we know what's coming up. So I'm going to see, because nobody can dance yet. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to hearing Gloria. That's what I need from my gay bar. I want it's standard tracks for me. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to hear Bing Bang Bong. Uh, well, yeah. Will we be getting some Bing Bang Bong? We'll be getting Bing Bang Bong. We'll ask that. We'll have um, the new one as well. What they've just done. We played that. I think we played that on yeah. Friday. Yeah. But we've got new Eurovision songs coming out. <gasps> Which I played the new, I played the favourite on Friday from Malta, which is an absolute bop if you've not listened yeah, to Yeah, there's some good songs this year. I haven't listened to um, any of them. Malta, Destiny, um, Je Me Casse, it's going to be absolutely brilliant. I think it's going to be win. It's going to win. Who knows, maybe next year Bing Bang Bong will represent. <laughs> well, not that song, it's going to have to be the one. <laughs> Wasn't it like a thing that yeah. the Frog Destroyers were I trying think, to do? Uh, I, think, uh, I don't know how we. Uh, I don't know how they would probably take Europe to the Frog Destroyers. Yeah, yeah. just like a I mean, Conchita worked. <laughs> she didn't have fake breasts popping out of the black top, <laughs> really. She wasn't a, a cameo of you know fabulous porn stars. That is true. Maybe, her... yeah, maybe we can rebrand them. And apart from Davina. She could sing, <laughs> Conchita. <laughs> Blue and Bagger can sing, to be honest. I, I just want Davina to come out and just sing an, like an aria <laughs> at Eurovision, something really unexpected. Just come and do some like popera. We do know yeah. that Davina's the Beyonce of the Frog Destroyers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's the Michelle? Oh, Blue. We'll leave that oh, yeah, that. Blue. No, I'm going to say Blue, yeah. Oh, 100%. I love Michelle, but uh, yeah, I'd say Blue. Bagger's just Kelly. She's just like, yeah, it's a part. Yeah, she's a total Kelly. <laughs> uh, I'll say as well, before we quickly discuss the final lip sync, um, just going back to Ellie Diamond again quickly, when Rue said like, oh yeah, you talked about Wizard of Oz. Like, what made you want to talk about Wizard of Oz? I really wanted it to just go, well, I know it's your favourite film, so I thought it would have got me bonus points. Very right. clever. <laughs> yeah, no one was talking about it. It's just going, oh, the movie resonates with me. I'm like, yeah, in every gear. Say it. Rue, I know you like it. That's why I've done it. <laughs> like, very clever. She was very clever there. Yeah, she should have done that. And then as she turned around, the dress should have just been like the discography of RuPaul's music. And that might have got an extra bonus point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the final, final three lip syncs. So it was Tace, Bimini and Lawrence. Yeah. And we... Uh, for th this is the second time with the UK now where it's been a male song has been yeah. lip sync. Yes. So last year we had I'm Your Man by Wham and this year was Elton John. Which one was it? it was, I'm Still Standing. I'm Still Standing. Which is uh, such a I, good song for the finale. I actually have no problem with the fact that they're using gay male songs for the UK as the finale. Um, no, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. I would have liked to have seen them do something quite... Yeah. You know... Dramatic, yeah. not, not as in a ballad or anything, but I would have liked to have seen a good, 
you know, like a, a, I know they use old British singers, but we, then they could have had all sorts of. I wanted like I need a hero, Bonnie Tyler, something like that, to really be like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The step song they had the other week would have been great. Like, it should have ended with tragedy. I felt (laughs) like as soon as the music started, though, and I looked at Bimini and they were giving her that, not the shady edit, but the, you know, she's not going to win edit, my heart sunk. But she was very clever. If you notice what she did, she took a skirt off and put it on the floor to reflect more light. Yeah lit her up even more when she was on the on the ground and also claimed her space closest to the judges table yeah (laughs) and she did that like dramatic walk back and normally if you walk to the door as the back you win yeah (laughs) but i want to say to well i'd have just stood in i'd have just stood center front and center and not moved i thought you and you two want to prance around what you want i'm still standing i'm still walking around (laughs) <laughs> like yeah, but it, it was a it was it was a good song. Uh, I preferred this one to last year's. Yeah, yeah. For sure. uh, I, although I will say, I I want to credit Bimini, um, because she did quite a successful and lengthy Cossack dance in heels, <laughs> which is really difficult. <laughs> Interesting choice for the song. Did it work? Probably not. Did I appreciate the technicality? Yes. It was almost like the other week when Ellie started voguing randomly. Well, the, the, the two other queens just pretended to air guitar and she was like, right, fucking rah, rah, Rasputin is coming in. But <laughs> the Ellie 8 step with the... Uh... <laughs> oh, Ellie. Uh, but yeah, it was a bit strange. I think it, it didn't go with the, with the song because he's saying, I'm still standing, but you're not standing, you're actually... What's <laughs> You're having a squat. Down and you... Yeah, I just thought... Mm. Uh, I... I always find just when the three of them are lip syncing, I'm just a bit like, oh, too much going on. I mean, it's just yeah. a lot more. If they always feel because they're grabbing the attention more. And then if I see another drug queen doing another knee spin, I'm just going to just dislocate them. I don't know what it is about UK drag at the moment. It's just people jumping onto their knees. It just pains me watching it. It's because we've got oh, the NHS. The Americans can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is in 20 years. Arthritis. Yep. We started with Blue Hydrain during season one. We've seen it with, I don't know, half the cast this year. Lawrence did it. Tess has done it. When Lawrence did it. it. Lawrence did it in the... The prehistoric. Prehistoric one, yeah. Oh my God. That was his poor knees. And I'm not talking about any sort of. Like, no, just a... Yeah, yeah. It was a hard ball, and um, yeah, it's one of those moves that's like, I think we see death drops. We know they're going to happen. I think it's kind of become a norm, but I really don't want this knee slap to become the new. Year. I would rather do three death drops in a row and be bored than have my own knees curl inside out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But even you like, take your shoe off and just kick the side of the stage. <laughs> I think the death drops need to be like put in tastefully as well though because in hey, some you're right in some lip syncs they're just they're dropping like flies and like hey, you have not seen one bad <laughs> thank you man oh. the viaduct remix it's the like <laughs> but it was like the Aretha Franklin where Latrice gave that really emotional and I can't remember who it was Kenya Michaels belly dance yeah. <laughs> yeah and she was like flopping all over the floor like a fish a woman and she's Floating around. 
the, the best people that do the death drops, it, it's not to name names, it's, it's the ones that actually time it to the music. So it's yeah. a bit, they're the best ones that do it. But when you just see people like, what, what was that for? Yeah. It, it, it's, I, I, it looks desperate for me. It looks a bit yeah. like... Yeah, it's like, oh, the judges are like a death drop. Quick, throw in a death drop. And I think... I, 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 do, or I don't know the words. I'm yeah. going to drop. Yeah, because then at least you get a few seconds on the ground where you can stop. Yeah. Or I'm going to walk to the back where I don't know the words. But I love how RuPaul always looks equally surprised every time. He, he must know it's going to happen. He's always like, oh. Well, actually, they're off cuts um, from when the girls aren't performing. And there's pizza. We don't have to film the film, the lip sync twice. So the lip sync is filmed twice. Yeah. So what we see is we see an edit of two different versions of it because they do the wide shots and then they do the, 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 yeah. the close-ups. As far as it went, it was nice for a finale. It was nice. I, yeah. I'll say, again, kind of like with the main challenge, I think Tace won the lip sync. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, it's a shame that she couldn't have won a badge out of it because this was actually Tace's best week. Agreed. The thing, like, Lawrence won the first half of the season, Bimini took the second half, and then Taste won the lip sync, so... She won the finale for me. She won that, that finale episode. episode. She didn't win the competition, but she won that, uh, those two performances. 100%, yeah. Which brings the question of, do you think it should be based on just that episode, or the season as a whole? No, um, a, a season as a whole, I think once you've got to that point, there's so much that they've done and so much that they've shown presented of themselves that, you know, I think, yeah, look at the whole, you, you can't, there's no way you, you've got, you, as Rue, you've got all that power, you decide, there's no way you could objectively go, okay, just going off this episode. She yeah. always has an affiliate, uh, an, um, you know, a, a, what's the word when you're more like, inclined, she was always more inclined yeah. to Lauren's chin from the beginning, she was always yeah. in with him and then yeah. right in. Um, it took Ellie Diamond to physically go, you know, I'm Scottish as well, <laughs> for him to go, oh, yep, this is looking a bit biased now. <laughs> let's, let's not be under no illusions. It's, you know, they, it's a money-making machine. Mm, so yeah. they're not just looking at the finale. They're not looking at the whole thing. They're looking at the future. Yeah. They're looking about who is going to make, well, wonder, a lot more money. Because yeah. that's the whole point of it. You know, they want someone to represent their brand. Yeah. And... Yeah. They're going to go out, not, not just locally. And when I say locally, as in the UK, they're going to go off and go, you know, at some point we will see Lawrence on an international winner's all-star yeah. slash something soon because... Yeah, 100%. Slash Bake Off, slash X Factor, slash Eurovision <laughs> yeah. holiday special. You're going to do everything. So. I think Lawrence Chain is kind of going to become the new Alison Hammond. Like... Does, does well on a reality show and then just gets into TV and we will just see Lawrence like presenting and doing random gigs with like Lorraine and stuff. I think they're going to become the new like buddy cop. Which, which I'm, I'm all right with that. Yeah. I'm with that. But, but what I don't want to happen is another Paulo Grady where, where Lily did everything. Lily Savage did all blankety blank, did yeah. all the, her game shows. But then it was like, I'm now going to be Paul. Yeah. And it's Paul that does all the love of dogs and does all the whatever it yeah, is. That's him. And it's like, well, okay, but we we fell in love with Lily. Yeah. That that's the thing. It's and I think the hard bit as well is Lawrence is obviously called Lawrence as well. So there is yeah. a, you know, we know who it is. But mm -hmm. 
I, I do want Lawrence to almost become the like the daytime drag correspondent of whatever yeah. they're gonna do. I just want him to become that person that is just a drag persona that just does TV work as opposed to I'm Lawrence and now I'm in drag. Yeah, but I, because I, what I don't want is you've, you've gone on a competition to be the to UK's next best drag yeah. superstar, but now you're going to use it to become a presenter or an actor as a boy. Yeah, that's I, it. Wonder, um, I think they should be on Loose Women. <laughs> I would love a drag queen on Loose Women. That's yeah. so funny. Like that. Get Jay McDonald back on it. I was gonna say Jay McDonald would be right at home with that. Like you see, now Jay McDonald would have been a good finale number. <laughs> Why is she not oh, being I'm still annoyed that Jay McDonald has not yet been picked to do drag race. I know. Because for me, obviously America they get like Lady Gaga, Miley Cyrus, Nicki Minaj, all these big people to open a series. I know there's like a petition to get Kylie, but I mean, she's probably going to do Australia now. But for me, it's like, can we not just like really ham it up and get Jay McDonald as our like first guest of the season with a lip sync for her? Because she'd love it. Because let's be honest, like Liz Hurley was actually a great guest judge, I thought. Oh, fabulous. Like, I'm, like, I'm happy if she came back. Like, I thought she was great, but, like, bring on Jane McDonald. I mean, she needs to go look inside the Brighton Pavilion before I'll let her back. <laughs> and get her colours straight. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, so, obviously, the episode ends. Lawrence oh, is crowned. Um, yeah, and I think they're going to go do good things. It was nice. Fabulous. Well done. Well done, Lawrence. It was predictable. Well done, Lawrence. Well deserved. Well deserved. It was a deserving win, but predictable. That's my... Opinion. Yeah, it was the same with Viv, wasn't it? It was favourite from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, very, very talented. Very, very talented. Oh, yeah. The 23-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Very, very talented. And I think that's what you forget as well, because I think Lawrence like tends to come across as older than they actually are. So I think when you look back and go, oh, you are 23, and you really did just sort of smash that competition, like... Credit to them. Um, as it is, you, oh, sorry, carry on. As, as predictable as it is, you do, you know, like, um, I can't remember which one it is, was it uh, Graham Norton who said, you'd go to a Lawrence Cheney show and you would have a laugh and I'd go, yeah, I would, I would actually go to a Lawrence Cheney show because I know I'd be entertained and have yeah. to watch. But that's the thing is, is what, out of all the three of them, what show would they put on? You know taste is going to be a dance, it's going to be a full on high energy, Dance, splits, twirls, the lot. Yeah. Lawrence is probably going to be a comedy show. So you're going to go to watch, like a Bianca, you're going to watch that yeah. comedy. Bimini, I couldn't work out what Bimini would do. What Bimini wouldn't would she do, though? Be a political protest in Parliament Square. <laughs> but for an hour, what, if I was watching an hour show of Bimini. I think you'd get every box ticked. You get some pole dancing, some, a little bit of a stand-up yeah. picture. Yeah, probably, yeah, I think you're right. Probably. She'll do stand-up on the pole. I want Bimini to just go oh, on no. tour. As, <laughs> I just wanted to go on tour as Katie Price and just read Katie Price's autobiographies on stage. Yeah. And do it like a dissection of the text. <laughs> well, Jimbo did shows um, when they were in the UK just as Joan Rivers. They just did a whole show. We literally watched the Snatch Game again last on the Saturday. We watched Canada's Snatch Game episode again. It was I, so good. I think it's up there as one of the, the top of the yeah. yeah, 100%. And speaking of Snatches, um, Precious Snatched Game finishes <laughs> this week. <laughs> it does. 
It does. Season one comes to an end with our grand finale on Thursday. Yeah. Where can everyone find it? Uh, just to make sure they get in on that. You will be able to find it on the uh, Viaduct Facebook page or Twitch. Uh, the Viaduct Show Bar page on Twitch. And we will be live from 8.30 with our three already confirmed finalists. Plus secret wild cards mm. plural oh wow. the choices I, I i've had a hard time and the decision is mine to make and mine only yeah. and i won't <laughs> tell anybody they keep asking me who is it who is it and i won't tell them and i'm going to announce it tomorrow bro. wednesday oh i was just about to say i was like when this finishes i was going to ask you but i guess i'm not finding anything out wednesday. why who would you like to see as a wild card I think uh, the Rachel from the X Factor that Stelia did. That yeah. was quite funny. I um, would like Cher yeah, come back. Or, yes. Or film it. Cher was so good. Yeah. Really good. Well, Kim Woodburn was great. I'd be very happy to see Kim. <laughs> Just bring everyone. Yeah. But do you know what? For season one, it's been absolutely fantastic. The response has been great. Um, the money has been great, good, great for Terence Higgins Trust. It's all going to Terence Higgins Trust. Fabulous course. Um, but the, the comments that we've been getting is like, this is so quite refreshing because it, it's not just a, oh, it's just some drag queens doing live performances. It's actually testing people. And it's not just drag queens, I may add. No, no, no it's not. Um, but it's just, it's just, it's their improv and, and stuff. But yeah, it'd be good. Go on. But yeah. we, we put it on it. You know, we, I haven't done anything. I just turn up like room and I just lock up and do everything. <laughs> I, I, just put, I just put my name to it and rock up. The, the, most of the work, well, in fact, all of the work has been done by Zaki and Coco. They do all the backstage stuff. They do all the tech. They Production do team. all. They do everything. They're the assistants of it all. That's right. <laughs> and next <laughs> season, you can tell like, some. Yeah, they're like uh, we're the ones behind Michelle the and Carson. <laughs> they just do all that stuff. The I team of 50 putting pressures together. It, it, it literally is. I just rock up and sit there and <laughs> do what I do. <laughs> slippers on, you don't see What you face. don't see on the other end of the camera, especially for like the bloody light falls, all the stuff going on, it's me and Saki trying to balance laptops. Saki's doing tag on, doing other things. And we're trying to make sure that everything's looking right for the pressure to do it because she can't do anything. She's, she's, she's a bit live hosting, so yeah. a bit like, not pre-filmed for press, she's actually doing it live. Yeah, Rue has it easy, he's all pre-filmed. Trying to send her messages and signals at the same time, so she's doing... Never so professional. I'm very... <laughs> the background, like... I like the Davina McCall of drag, you see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just sit there and watch things falling apart. I'm like, oh my God, this is terrible. Uh, but no, but season two, what we're doing in season two, and you never know, we could have a live face-to-face yeah, yeah, I'd love oh. to have five. I think that'd be so like fun. Yeah. Actually, into an actual bar, for people to see. Fabulous. Well, yeah, because we've never there's never been there's never been a drag competition or any sort of competition that has a a comedy element to it. It's all been performance and performance, and that's what it's been about. But this is totally different. And yeah. most of the queens want to get on Drag Race, so. Yeah, no, chance to prove yourself. That's it. If nothing else, this is testing the waters for their audition right. now. Yeah, right. they'll know who not to do in their audition tape. 
exactly. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I, I will, I'll be on probably season 16 of the UK when, <laughs> when they've scraped the barrel of everything out. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to throw it out with that. What I, would, what I would love to see from a new season of UK Drag Race is I want a legitimate old school, like 70 year old Blackpool queen. Will it happen? Probably nope. not. I would love to get a proper old school queen on the show, like a real northern. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, definitely not three. Nope. Not from what I've uh, been witnessing. They all look quite young. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's why I feel sorry for Lawrence a little bit because his reign. It's only good, it's going to be over before it's done because three starts. Oh, yeah. Four. I mean, from like the rumored cast, it looks like RuPaul drove past a six form and was like, right, getting. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to quickly churn them out, but. And then hopefully they turn 18 before they take on the rain. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. We but yes, they can find you both on social medias. Well, I'm at Battersea Dogs Home. <laughs> uh, Coco actually runs rate underscore my underscore mullet <laughs> underscore links. <laughs> oh my goodness, I've never. Oh. Don't you cast aspersions on my social profile? <laughs> but where can we actually find you? Yeah, where, where can we actually find oh, you? I was just going to leave it at that thing. <laughs> oh. Well, you've heard it three times already, my loves. You'll find me somewhere. Click Precious, on Black. And you can find me Precious McMichaels on Insta. Gorgeous. And we'll link both of them in the descriptions, as always, for easy access. And we will not be linking mullets or... <laughs> Actually, I can't say we're not going to link Barrissy Dogs or you because now I sound like a dog hater. So maybe we'll have to link that one as well. Yeah, this podcast is... <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much. And hopefully if uh, we get a season three of UK Drag Race, we will <laughs> love more opinions from you both. If we get one. Well, we don't it's get one. A... <laughs> Adam's got time to do a bloody podcast. They've finished it. Well, like, wow. I hope you're not too busy in your final year. In fact, no, you're not in your second year, are you? Yeah, exactly. Fine, yeah. Well, I'll see you, see you next season then. See you next season. <laughs> Thank you. you. I went missing for two weeks. <laughs> that's why there was no. That's why there was no Vine Deck Live for a few weeks. There was no Vine Deck Live because I wasn't here. I couldn't hold uh, it. And that's why the Aldi middle aisle has been so fully stocked. <laughs> I've been able to get my air fryer, my everything. <laughs> my dining table just around the Grand corner. Table, telescopic lens. Yeah. Power generator, anything. Shopitality. That's what I'm getting away from this podcast. We normally end this with saying we'll see you next week, but we won't because this is the finale. But um, we'll see just, you next week. After you finish this, just queue up. Vera Lynn's will meet again because we will. Welcome um, <laughs> to you. Welcome to you, guys. It's been great. In the meantime, see ya. We'll see you <laughs> on the other side. And I cannot wait for Vibe to reopen and we can all meet in person. April the 12th, 12 o'clock. Gotcha. And I'll link Viaduct's page as well because I think bookings are online. I think you can just rock up. I'm uh, fucking up, up. I didn't plan on booking. Rock up. It's our time wrap up warm, but. Yeah, Vegas to keep warm, but you'd be pleasantly surprised with the work that's been done. It's fabulous. I did. I walked past the other day, and it is looking good. Oh, you've not even seen half of it yet. Yeah, nothing. Is there more? Seen nothing. A lot more. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so ready. Well, we will see you all next season. Thank you both. Stay safe. Get your jab. Bye bye. 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 (laughs) Bye.